Elsa was the first hurricane to hit the island nation of Barbados since Hurricane Janet in 1955. The island is outside the chain, island chain, that are most under threat of hurricanes. But on Friday, July 2nd, Barbados was hit in Barbados. Over 1,100 people reported damaged houses, including 62 homes that completely collapsed. The government of Progressive Prime Minister Mia Motley has been working to secure and fund temporary housing for people amid the twin pandemics of climate change and COVID-19. Across the island nation, dozens of trees and power lines were totally destroyed. Numerous government buildings and ed educational facilities were damaged. Hundreds of Barbadians are still without power. Let us go to a just short clip now from the Miami Herald just to bring some of the sound of that hurricane. That was just a, a small taste of what the residents of Barbados lived through. Now, Elsa was the first hurricane of the Atlantic season and broke the record as one of the region's fastest moving hurricanes. Elsa's power dropped to tropical storm level. And on Saturday, June 3rd, it hit the southern coast of Haiti and the Dominican Republic, killing at least three people. The Caribbean Disaster Emergency Management Agency reported one death in St. Lucia. Meanwhile, a 15-year-old boy and a 75-year-old woman died on Saturday in the Dominican Republic after walls collapsed on them. Speeding across the Caribbean, the storm centered uh, southeast of Jamaica and moved northwest toward Florida, and it is now hitting the Florida Keys. A state of emergency has been declared in parts of Florida in anticipation of what is now Tropical Storm Elsa. I'd like to welcome our guest who is based in Barbados, David Comision, Barbados's ambassador to the Caribbean community known as CARICOM. He's also active in the Caribbean Pan-African Network. He's an attorney, writer, political activist. David Comision is the author of the 2013 book, it's the healing of the nation, the case for reparations in an era of recession and recolonization. He's also the author of Marching Down the Wide Streets of Tomorrow, Emancipation Essays and Speeches, published in 2008. David Comision, welcome. Thank you, Margaret. It's a pleasure to be here. Yeah, so David, first off, tell us how you are, how, how your family, how you fared uh, during um, Hurricane Elsa. Well, you know, the song clip you just gave um, took me back um, to last Friday and um, my first experience of, of, a, of a hurricane. I did momentarily step outside 
to experience what you just played. Of course, I had to get back inside pretty quickly. Um, but no, my, my family is okay. Um, our, our biggest um, inconvenience was our loss of electricity and, and water. We only got back our water last night. And um, we got back our electricity uh, about a day a day after the hurricane hit. So we, we are good. Uh, but the, the people in Barbados who have really been most affected are persons who inhabit what we call chattel houses. Chattel houses are small, relatively small wooden houses. And you said um, 62 were um, totally um, demolished. Well, the number is now up to 105. So 105 houses were totally wow. demolished. Uh, in addition to that, about 1,100 other homes were, were damaged, um, predominantly roof damage. Some homes lost their roofs completely. Others were um, substantially um, damaged. And, um, and that's, so that's what we are grappling with, um, 603 yeah. households requiring accommodation. As, as you indicated, Barbados is a social democracy. We operate a welfare state. So government will take, you know, no Barbadian who needs shelter will, will, will lack shelter. So government has stepped in and um, has provided accommodation for those households um, whose, whose houses were either totally demolished or so badly damaged that um, people needed to be accommodated. So we are, we are now in the repair and rebuilding phase. Right. And David, you know, hearing your description of me, first of all, the damage to chattel houses. David, I don't know if you know this, but I grew up in a chattel house in Lodge Road in, in Christchurch. And it was very, very scary uh, going through Hurricane Jeanette because we literally thought we were going to lose our lives. Um, but it is really very encouraging to know that the present uh, government there um, really taking care of people. I've been in touch with my family. Uh, thank goodness they're all okay, uh, my family on, on the island. And for the most part, most of them now have their, their water and the, the power back. Uh, David, you know, this is uh, unusual for Barbados. As you said, it's the first one since 1955. But the region has been so hard hit over the last few years by these devastating hurricanes. And David, those of us in the diaspora, we are just so grateful, as I'm sure you are and the residents of Barbados, that we didn't get anywhere near a Cat 3, 4, or 5 uh, as such that hit, hit Barbuda because Barbados, as flat as we are, without mountains, etc., really would have been devastating. But David, t make, make that connection with us with other hurricanes that have been... Um, happen in the region and how it has the entire region economically and also the environmental concerns about these hurricanes and their strength. David Commission. Mm -hmm. Well, well, Margaret, it's not, it's not just hurricanes. Um, in addition to the hurricanes that are becoming increasingly violent as climate change progresses, um, there's also the, the volcano, La Soufrière, that erupted in St. Vincent a couple months ago. There is the flooding in Guyana and, and Suriname. Um, the highest rainfalls um, we have experienced this year in something like 40, 40 years. Um, there's the sargassum seaweed 
um, because of climate change, um, large quantities of sargassum seaweed are being generated and are inundating you know, several areas of the Caribbean, disrupting tourism and, and fishing and fishing activities. So the Caribbean is on the front line of the environmental crisis. And you know, so, so many challenges are coming at us one after the other. Fortunately, we had the good sense many years ago to come together and establish a regional um, institution, um, the Caribbean Disaster Emergency Management Agency. It's headquartered in Barbados. So we have a regional collective um, approach to dealing with, with, with disasters. We also had the good sense many years ago to establish the Caribbean Catastrophe Risk Insurance Facility, the CRIF, and, and we pioneered parametric insurance policies where once a disaster takes place, you don't have to wait um, weeks for loss of justice to come in and do the assessment of the damages. No. Um, once, once the insurance facility knows that you experience winds of a certain velocity, rainfall of a certain density, then there's an automatic calculation that X amount of damage is going to be done and you get your insurance payment within days. So, but but the, those facilities, as admirable as, as they are, they cannot cover all of the damage. So yes, Barbados will get a payment from, from the CRIF, but it will, it will, not, it will go nowhere to covering the, the entire damage done to the country. So under our mechanism, other, once one member state experiences a disaster, other member states will pitch in and help. But even that is not enough because we just don't have the resources and therefore we always appeal to the people, our people at home and in the diaspora um, to make a contribution to support um, the, re the repair efforts. And, and Barbados will be setting up a bank account, a fund. Um, uh, that, that information, I guess, will be available at least by, by tomorrow, what the bank details are. We're persons anywhere in the world would be able to make would be able to make a donation so we this this is how it is in the caribbean we have a disaster our regional institutions help um caricom member states governments help but we always need the additional assistance of our people at home and abroad Right, and we're sure that uh, Bajans who are listening um, across the country and in other parts of the world, uh, David Kamisiang, uh, will respond. And we will take responsibility here on Sojourner Truth to post the information of where people could make donations as soon as we get it on all of our social media platforms, um, including our website at, at So True Radio, um, Facebook. Instagram, uh, etc. So, uh, David Kamisiang, we are so grateful that there was no loss of, of life. There seems to not to have been uh, serious injuries as well. But before you, we go, you know, um, Barbados is one of those islands. We depend so much on tourism. 
you know, for our economy. And first it was COVID, then there was the dust from the volcano in St. Vincent, and now there is the hurricane. But um, the island and the government seems to be moving very, very quickly um, and effectively to address these challenges so that people could, don't cancel your reservations, et cetera, if you're going to the island of, of Barbados on, on holiday or to visit our friends and family, but to uh, keep that up. But David, just briefly, I know people are concerned about COVID, for example, and perhaps now maybe the impact given the hurricane and people living in shelters, etc. What can you tell us about the latest news on, on COVID, David? I know that wasn't our topic, so I put you a, a little bit on the spot, but I'm sure you know what's happening on the island. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yes, of course. No, what what your what your listeners need to be aware of is that Barbados is one of the best organized countries in the world. So Barbados responds to any 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 challenge. Uh, for example, those houses we have already started the process of rebuilding those houses. We have three government agencies: the Urban Development Commission, Rural Development Commission, and National Housing Corporation already. Um, working, working on that. Barbados has handled COVID extreme, extremely well. We have rolled out a vaccination program. We have already, we have um, vaccinated more than half of the, more than half of the population, and um, and you know, no, that that program is proceeding. Um, tourism. You, you spoke about people being in shelters. No, Margaret, we are not putting people in shelters. People are accommodated. We have hotel rooms that are available because of the downturn in wow. hotels, in hotels and um, apartment hotel uh, apartments. So that's where government is accommodating people, um, not not any ramshackle shelter, in in proper in proper accommodations. And um, Barbados, we are relaunching tourism. Um, it, it is very promising for us because last year, when everybody in the world was turning their backs on the cruise cruise ships, Barbados hosted cruise ships. Um, we repatriated over 25,000 cruise ship passengers who have been stranded. And so a number of cruise ships have now switched to their home porting in Barbados. Uh, we pioneered the welcome stamp, the one-year welcome stamp. Where we, we, we encourage visitors to come not for two-week vacation, but to come and work in Barbados over an extended um, period of time. So Barbados is very much um, open for tourism. Um, COVID um, is is very much under control, and um, you know, and we we have relaxed uh, a lot of the restrictions because the numbers we have kept the numbers down remarkably well. Um, at the beginning of COVID, we built a new city north of the island, state of the art, and so we have always separated the COVID patients from the normal um, public health facilities of the country. We did a separation between the two. And, and, no, and yes, so what the, the point is that um, we, may be, we may be a so-called third world country or developing country, but we are a tough, well-organized, um, unified, unified nation. 
Right. And I mean, it's just been remarkable to see our prime minister, first woman prime minister. We are so very proud of her out on the front lines with the people in the communities that were hardest hit, knowing that she is in deep mourning of the sudden death of her brother uh, just a few days before the hurricane hit. So, But that's just mm -hmm. the spirit and the stamina of the people of, of, of Barbados. And I'm a proud Bajan, as you know, uh, David. So uh, yeah. thank you so very much for, for joining us and, and filling us in and, and all the best with all of your work and the recovery efforts. Thank you. Thank you very much, Margaret. Thank it's a pleasure speaking much, on your program. Oh.